The Red Room Theater, Episode 76, The Blair Witch Project. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alaniz. And a way more comfortable Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Tell me how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we've got the movie, The Blair Witch Project, and how it taught us to fear the woods and not hunt the supernatural. Okay, before we dive into this thing with both feet, what are you watching, dude? What's, what's, what's the scary movie you're watching this stinking, uh, this holiday season that's messing your life up? All right, so there's a new show called The Haunting, the Haunting of Hill House. How many episodes is this thing? Nine? Ten, ten episodes. There's no way. I'm one episode in, dude. There's I'm, no I way I'm watching this. I don't this. know if I'm going to start the second episode, bro. <laughs> I ain't bullshit. Cause I'm, well, the problem is I'm watching too much shit right now. I'm, dude, I'm watching all the scary shit right now. I mean, yeah. some of the good old-fashioned gore. Is like enjoyable, but then I'm getting into the more demonic stuff, and it's kind of messing with my life right now. <laughs> and I need to, to take a break, and I'm like, um, time to watch some Lifetime movies or something, dude. Because <laughs> I'm watching all kinds of stuff, dude. YouTube videos, haunting oh, no, videos, no security way. cameras, footage no, stuff. No way. It's crazy. They got some shit on YouTube that is so scary, dude. Dude, I, I'm not watching. You ever see the video of the security footage of? An empty hotel room? Yes. O-M-G, dude. Sit like that really messes me up. Yes. And I just went to Rotten Manor Friday night. How was that? I'm, I'm going to tell you. It was 10 times better than that 13th floor place. What's 13th floor? That's some place in Flint. It's, um, is it Flint? A smaller place. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's enjoyable, but like Rotten Manor was just, it's just huge. It's cool. Um, a lot of uh, mind play stuff, like super dark rooms where you're trying to figure out where to go. Oh my god! It's pretty. It's pretty sweet though. Like I, I actually enjoyed it. It was fun. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, my favorite, my favorite time of year is fall. I love October. I mean, love I love it. horror movies. I love all. But the older I get, the more I'm kind of like, man, I, I can't really handle this stuff <laughs> like I used to. Dude. The House on Haunted Hill is it's, it's a real one. It's, the, it's uh, scary. The Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill House. It's really scary. It's really well done, though. Like The, the story is great. great. Um, you'll recognize some of the actors. Um, oh, man. It's doing a number on me, though. Like, because I, I'm like literally, like, I got a story later about it. Okay. But um yeah, a lot of a lot of horror movies, a lot of uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, um like Hellraiser, Jason okay, stuff yeah. like I've been watching. But um Blair Witch was a good one. Because <laughs> oh, I forgot about how good it is. So I'm watching a couple of horror movies. I'm, I watched more of the light stuff. I watched the Monster House. It's called Monster House Cartoon. Oh, okay. Steve Buscemi plays with the a voice of the main villain, which is great. And uh, it's written by Steve Black. He's just got a great voice. Shane Black wrote this thing. Who's I wrote Shane Predators. Black? The guy who wrote Predators wrote this. Okay. Years ago. Uh, the, the new old... Predator. Yeah, the new okay. Predator. He was in, and he was in the old Predator, wrote the new, and directed the new Predator. Is he the only non-rip guy? Yes. Okay, yep. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> he died quick, didn't he? Yes, he did. He's the first guy to die. Um, <laughs> he's like, don't keep you part of that handshake. <laughs> um, but Monster House, directed by, or it's produced by Robert Zemeckis, who's a great filmmaker. And this is like a great intro horror movie for children. Like okay. this movie is like, um, there's great uh, like building suspense. Um, what is the monster? What is the bad guy? And uh, my kids, literally, we're eating um, chicken nu- dinosaur nuggets out of the oven. And uh, Nesto had ketchup, his nuggets, and he's had a nugget in his hand for half an hour, just staring in horror. It was TV. freaking him out? Dude, it was freaking them out. <laughs> Lena wanted to turn it off. I paused it. She goes, I, I don't want to watch this anymore, Dad. I'm it's, like, it's actually a scary cartoon, huh? If you watched it, there's a couple creepy parts. I mean, it, it gets, it's, it's a kid's thing, so it's funny. But there's, they do, I've never seen a kid's, like, it almost felt like an 80s movie because okay. they, they, they actually do stuff that's scary. Like, there's some stuff I'm like, that's scary, dude. Like, there's. Uh, how about our really good friend and fellow podcaster, Jason Duncan, showing his kids signs too early? Dude, I thought Messed about it. I them thought, I thought, I, you already know <laughs> Lena and Nessa would hate you for that birthday party scene, dude. <laughs> So that, that freaked us out. Dude, we were like 19. Monster House was great. I also watched with Nesto. Is it had, good though? Monster House was good. It's fun. It's really fun, dude. Uh, we also watched Monster Squad. I mean, Nesto did. He loved it. Did he love it? Wolfman's got nards. Dude, um, it, it's really fun movie. Uh, <laughs> that movie's it, awesome, dude. PG-80s. I forget PG's how PG's got some nastiness in it. Dude, the, the Dracula at the very end grabs the little sister. The little girl has amulet. Holds her up, and the cop dad's off, you know, trying to get to her. He's off behind a car, and he's like, Give me the amulet, you be! And he just calls this little eight year old girl oh a my goodness. By six, five, six. <laughs> dude, it's, it's off the chain, and they hell all the time. And then they watch the sister like changing all the time. How about the window. when she's like, But that didn't count. Didn't count! Because <laughs> they had to find a virgin to <laughs> A plot point of a virgin. My, my son was like, he's like, what's a virgin, Dad? I'm like, ah. It's an island. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Monster Squad was a fun one to watch with the kids. We watched like Night Before Christmas, Monster House, like Monster Night Squad. Yeah. Just a couple like, and we also watched Goosebumps. Together, that's really good. They, it was Zach Black is awesome. They really liked it. They really liked it. Nesto went on the little girl, the the, the girl, the ghost oh, girl, fake. and she get taken into the vortex. Which, dude, ghost goosebumps and Monster Squad are the same story. Oh yeah, like I mean, Frankenstein. Frankenstein's a little girl, both up in the vortex. It's the same movie. Sad man. Um, but uh, when the little girl got taken later on, Nesto goes, "Dad, I'm like, yeah." He goes. I had I had some tears in my eyes when the little girl got taken. Aww. Like, it's okay, buddy. Um, but uh, so that's what we're watching now. Let's just get into it. Okay. This movie released July sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Has a eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Year before my senior year. Yep. Because I wasn't okay. My first year of college. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because me you and Crumpton went and seen it. I came theater. home from school. We even saw it in the showcase cinemas before we got destroyed here in Flint. Yep. What were we doing up in Flinttown? We were spending the weekend at Uncle Johnny's camper. That's the weekend he of just, the... He just got divorced. <laughs> oh so he was God. living in a camper on a campsite, and me, you, and Adam came. I was 17. Me and, me and Uncle Johnny got wasted. You took Run Runners, right? Yes, dude. No. Long Island Ice Oh, he made, he made a batch of Long Island. And, and me, you guys drank two pictures of that. I, I understand, You dude. two guys. Okay. Drank two pictures. Let me tell you a funny story about my Uncle Johnny. I can't believe he's in real name, real name, but <laughs> so 
He got super into working out because he just got divorced. Divorce diet, that's and they call it. he had a big boxing bag. Remember? Yes. And he, <laughs> he goes, "I'm gonna show you guys." Remember this? Some moves. He goes, "I'm gonna show you guys this spinning back kick I've been working on." So we're like, "All right, get it, Unc." But it's just like he a does a back kick. He does a back kick, misses the bag, and wipes out on because his his kids were really young at this point. And so they'd come and stay with him when he had like a little little girl, little kid's potty. He misses the bag, wipes out, wipes out the little potty, wipes out a table full of like cups and like just smash. We're dying. We're laughing so hard. And then me, you and Adam go to the bathrooms because it's an outdoor thing. And so apparently when we left, we're walking down the trail and he wanted to try the kick again when nobody was looking. And all we hear was smash, boom, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so we're like, what the heck? Dude. Oh, me and him got drunk off our butts. Dude, that dude. was a funny weekend, man. That <laughs> was hilarious. But the next day, the three of us were just hanging out in Flint. And I was like, dude, I seen this movie. You're not going to believe it. And the three of us went and seen it, dude. We were teenagers, bro. And you were never the same after this movie, Listen, dude. <laughs> this, we'll get into okay. The plot of this film. Here we go. Directed by a guy named Eduardo Sanchez and Daniel Merrick. The plot's very simple. Some film students heading up to Burkittsville, Maryland to film a documentary about the Blair Witch. That's it. It's a local legend. Local Scary Halloween thing. They're doing a little school project. That's why it's called Blair Witch Project. It's a little project for a film school, Mm -hmm. and that's what they're doing. And they find out... a blonde-haired white boy to clean that up. You went to film school. <laughs> film school. <laughs> they find out it's more than a legend. Now, the, the first thing is, does this movie hold up? And the answer is uh, a resounding yes. Well, here's the thing. Now, part of it's nostalgia. We were teenagers. Yes. But this was the first of the first person, like, selfie camera footage. Listen, like, uh, we'll get to that right now, then. This is a groundbreaking film. Dude, it literally started a whole new genre of horror. This, the, this brought into, into the lexicon... Found footage movies. Well, dude, even even End of Watch was yes. a lot of body cams, a lot of things yep. like that. This is a yeah first person found like paranormal activity would have never happened without nope. this. I mean, I mean, it, a lot of crazy like things like spawned. It's it's kind of like there's a found footage movie every year at Halloween. Oh, every for year. sure, dude. There's stuff on. There's wreck that um zombie one found footage movie. Dude, have you ever heard of? The VHS movies. Yes. Those are so scary. But it's found footage, and it's awesome. They find VHS tapes in a, and we just start watching them in a hot house, uh, right? Um, it, yep, it's a, uh, an abandoned haunted house. But then you realize in part two that it's, like, supposed to be found. Like, it's crazy. Okay. It's good, though. I like it. But this, this really did. This is, like, some movies change things, like Star Wars or The Matrix or even Avatar brought back 3D. 3D mm-hmm. was dead. 3D was lame 60s. And Avatar brought it back. Or as Strange Brew would say, 3B. <laughs> three three beers and starting to look good. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie did. This movie was a film, groundbreaking film. It's the first of its kind. So if you see this, you might go, I've seen this before. Oh, man, this is cheesy. No, this is, this is sleazy, Holmes. This is like the original like, this OG is, listen, gangster. This horror. is film students with a very little script and very little money. Mm-hmm. Telling a story, and it's unbelievable the tension they build with no effects. I mean, there are no effects none. in this movie. There's none. Like, if you were on 
on site with them filming this, you're seeing exactly what you see. Like yes. there's nothing happening except for the stinking woods being the woods, bro. <laughs> the woods again. Now, this is one of the greatest marketing campaigns I've ever seen in my entire life. And you know what though? This is a time before YouTube. The internet was very slow. It wasn't internet like, was young. It was it was a it was a teenager. Right at this right when this summer of this movie came out, you have the Star Wars movie coming out after this. And Star Wars, I remember when I watched, I watched that trailer, I had to like start like down or buffering the trailer. I'd go to school, come back from classes four hours later, and I'd be ready to watch the trailer. The small Yay. that the internet was very small, very young, not a lot of websites yet. And what happened was this this trailer, the they were brilliant. They said, you know how brilliant they were? Tell me. At Sundance Film Festival, when they when they re uh, released this film, premiered it, all the actors were listed as deceased or missing. Genius. There were stories in Maryland of disappearances from the years when this happened. They were fake news stories planted. And made it look like the Maryland Gazette. Well, dude, when, when it first, it wasn't a major release at first. But I remember when I heard about it, it was one of those things where it's like, this might be real? Is this real? Yes. But it, it, even though you know it's not, there's the idea in your head that's planted. It's an idea that this might be real. When I watched this, I believed this happened. I did too. And the way they film it, because they're filming like stupid, like marshmallow. It's... It's like you would play with a video camera. It's like yeah. very, very yep. raw. How about when she's well, uh, roasting the Vienna sausages? Oh, back in the day, many of which would be roasted just like my Vienna sausage. <laughs> <laughs> like they're funny. Like they're just being goofy. It feels so raw, so unscripted. And the thing is, too, these aren't professional actors. You've never seen them before. No, You're seeing natural reactions, like things that you believe everything that's happening. Like they, they were... Picture perfect in this. I and it's just three people. I believed the press. I thought this is what happened to these guys. This is the found footage of their journey. And it made the experience all the more horrifying for me the first time I watched it. Oh, man. Now, I, this is one of the first times that I've seen a movie like five times, five, six times. In I theater. remember. I had to see reactions, people's reactions. I remember Jesus told me I saw a movie. And I, I couldn't sleep afterwards. I had to sleep with the lights on. You told me you got to see this movie. So we go to see it, Showcase Cinemas. We go in. This movie wrecks our lives. We come out, and it's dark. Remember, we will go in. It's a, it's a break day. Yeah. Come out. Some storms came in while we're in there. We came out. It was dark. And I'm like, this is storm. I, I, I was, it was freaked out, man. Now, so first time we watch this, we, we, I go in thinking it's all real and holding on to my seat for dear life. It is uh, because it's um, a walk. There's no steady cam. It's just them walking around with a shoulder cam and a steady and a and a um, handheld. So sometimes the footage yeah, is yeah, yeah. You have two point of views. Which two is cool. point of view: a color and a black and white, 16 millimeter. Now, uh, this which is beautifully done. How they end it with oh the two gosh. different camera shots, dude. So oh my gosh, this was genius, dude. As far as a horror movie goes, my wife, uh, my wife didn't watch this. I watched this last night. Let me tell you, it's still scary. Listen, yeah. listen, oh, yeah. this is I watched this movie 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And listen, it still got me. I have not. I bet it did, dude. Listen, first of all, my wife sat next to me reading a book, ignoring the TV, holding my hand because I'm, I'm, I'm a child. This movie brought me right back into its world. And um, 
Try I, living alone, dude. I had nightmares. I had nightmares last, last night. I had troubled sleep. My wife texted me from home because my stinking iPad started playing a random YouTube video called Everything Wrong with the Witch, Cinema Sins. So it opens with this bang, 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 and scared the bejesus out of my wife. And so I had to get home because she's stinking scared right now, home alone. Stinking this movie, I woke up, and I woke up thinking I'm in the woods. I woke mm. up thinking that I, I woke up scared that it was gonna something bad was gonna happen in my own house. This I had to talk myself back to sleep four to five times last I did night. Too. I did too. I got a story too for you. I'll tell you what. I got some hillbilly friends. They're they're funny. Beer drinking, hunting. Um, this movie makes me realize why they are badasses. Yes, they go out in the woods by themselves. We'll, we'll, we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. So, as far as my side of this movie was over, she goes, "This this movie, I could have watched it." She goes, "I'm like, why?" She goes, "There was no monster, was it?" I'm like, "Babe, you never see the unknown scarier because you're imagining it. This movie turns your own imagination against yourself. So if oh, you yeah. are, if you are a creative person, if you are imagine, if you have imagination, if you are creative, if, if you, if you enter into a film." You are more devastating to yourself than any movie can be. Some movies, when you see the monster, it's like a relief. Uh, case in point, The Ritual. Exactly. Genius. Amazing. The monster was like, oh, egads, dude. What the <laughs> shit? You're out. But it relieves the tension. Yes. <laughs> this one. Stephen King's It. What you guys would think what it is, a you're like spider. You're out. You dude. turn that badass clown into a spider, dude. Come on, but it alleviates your tension. This movie never gives you no. That. This movie, the movie ends, and you're like, what, what? And all you and you have your own mind. Like the whole movie is you're walking through with these characters. Your own mind is giving you. It's 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 doing more to you than anything else could do. It's so good. That when you're on this journey with them, we've done seen the damn movie before, and I'm still rooting for them to find the damn car. I'm like, man, it can't be that far. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> no. I think my door's ajar. <laughs> <laughs> this movie had two sequels. First of which is the wackest thing. Book I've... of Shadows. Oh Stupid. my gosh, dude. There's some humor in it, but it's so dumb. It's dude. dumb. Oof. But then. I would say this has this second sequel to Blair Witch Project called The Blair Witch had the second greatest marketing campaign of all time. Because Which you told me about and it was listen, amazing. Listen, there was a trailer released for a movie called The Woods. And the trailer came out, looked like people get trapped in the woods and it's scary. At Comic Con, there was a panel for the woods. You go, well, you see the movie, you know, re, you know, preview the movies. Everyone goes to the Comic Con, you know, tra uh, uh, theater A, whatever, to watch the movie. They walk in, they're given their, like the, the movie passes on their neck, all say the woods, the sign all say the woods. Everything is marketed and branded as the woods, okay? It has a trailer release. It has a website. They're watching the movie, and I read one reviewer said, I'm watching this movie, and I realize, what the crap? This is a Blair Witch sequel. And everyone starts like, like well, this is incredible. When they come out, all the posters have been taken down, all the brand has been changed to Blair Witch. And they were the first to see the Village Project, and no one knew it even. No one knew it was even in being made, let alone it was already done, edited, going to theaters in a month. 
It was actually badass. I thought it was good. They did a great job. They did a great job of enlarging the um, the mythos. Mm-hmm. They kept the spirit of the first one intact, and it almost killed me as a person. Oh yeah, your ass was worse than the fucking movie, dude. If, if, if sitting next to you in that movie, you I thought we were gonna have a nervous breakdown, Tony. Dude. If I I needed it to end. I when the movie ended. I needed it to be over because I'm like I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> when when that when, when it turned when the when gas the tent, pedal hit. Oh man, when you that were tent gone, got taken, you were gone. I was dude, Tony. I've never seen a grown man make that noise, bro. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Um. I started getting mad at you. I'm like, chill out, man. Dude, um, but this movie, the first Blair Witch Project, listen to this. It showed at Sundance. People, it freaks the crap out of people. Gets sold to some uh, dist- distributor for $1.1 million. So these college kids just, you know, made it for 20000 made huge money. $1.1 million they make, okay? Distributor releases it and makes worldwide $210 million. Mm. They paid a million and made $210 million. Mm. Unbelievable. And found footage is so popular because you can make movies on the cheap big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they make it, you make it real. It's yes. more realistic. There's not, there's not, wow, who's that sticky? There's no Michael Bay effects. It's not bullshit. Cloverfield, another found footage movie. The Clover, first Cloverfield. They've done a lot of these that have been really. Did you watch the John Goodman one? No, I haven't. Oh, man, was I, that good. I know. I got to see it. Man. Now. Before we get into Raise This Wrong, Raise This Right, I just want to say, go to our patreon.com slash redroomthetray. I encourage you to give a dollar a month to make this podcast go. We've been giving you so much bonus content lately, giving you extra episodes, because we just love you and want to give you great shows. We just hook you up. We ask you to, to, jo- to join the tribe, give a buck a month to make this show go. We, we appreciate all those who give to make the podcast possible. We just recently paid all our uh, year uh, our hosting fees, our website, all our domain stuff. So we couldn't do all the stuff we do if you guys didn't give. So give a dollar or more. There's rewards and everything. We're very grateful. Now let's go ahead and go into this. Raised us. We'll go raised us right. You don't. Is it right or right, wrong? What is it? Raised us right. Don't. Chase Supernatural? No, that was raised as wrong because we always thought it was cool. I mean, dude, when we were really young, we tried to do Bloody Mary and shit. Dude, not on anymore? No, but but like even with this, it the first thing this made me want to do was I was working for Mark Reese doing Basin Foundations this summer when I watched it. Me and Josh Combs talked about it all summer. We were talking about, because it's when you didn't know if it was real or fake. Me and Josh were talking about taking a trip. To Brookettsville. Yeah. You're insane. Well, no shit. You know, but, when I, mean, I was young, I did when I, I did search stuff out. I knocked on doors, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. When you're young and impressionable like this and you watch this, you're like, man, I'm smarter than these guys. I can, I want to see if this shit's real. Don't chase shit that's no not meant to be chased. No way, dude. Because then it's going to wait for you to catch up. Dude, you've gone to some crazy. Didn't you? What? Didn't you break into the old what? mental asylum? Yes. You just broke into the one in Lavonia. Nuts! You actually went in there, dude. Bro, I've gone into some places I should not have gone to. I've done some shit because of this damn movie, trying to get an experience. You find yourself at a party and you're telling ghost stories, and then. We were Trevor. Trevor from Black Diamond was telling us about a house. Oh my gosh, and Tony! One night at a party, a bunch of us went to that house, and some crazy shit happened. No. Yeah, man. Sean O'Dell went with me. Tony Swanson went with me. Kelly Kaczynski went with me. 
Steve Morgan went with me, dude. It was it was insane. What happened? Okay, so there's this house, and it's at the corner of a dirt road. There's a red light that blinks. It's a four-way stop. That's already hard. So if you look in the darkness, the red light flashes on an abandoned house. That's incredible. So we're all talking about this house at this big party. It's it's like summer 2000. No, summer 2000. It's Waterford Pontiac. Where Waterford, we at? Waterford. Okay. Summer 2001. I had the Monte Carlo. Oh, I love that car. My friend's parents were out of town. So it's, uh, when I first met Dustin McLaughlin and all of them, we were, they were younger. They're all hanging out with us. We're all drinking. We're partying, talking trash. And then we start talking about that house. My buddy Dustin had been to the house before. So he told us how to get there. So a few of us pile in the car, drive out there. And we drive by the front of the house. And we're like, all right, well, let's not park in the driveway because we don't want the stinking locals to see us. Yep. So we drive down a little ways. And then there's a brand new subdivision coming up. So well, you know, we're all been drinking. So we pull in there and we we all hit the Porta John up, and then we walk down to the house. What time of day? What time of night is this? 1130, oh 12.30 in the morning. Um, eleven thirty at night, twelve thirty in the morning, like right around there. So we go to we go to the house. Sean O'Dell is next to me, and the grass is so high that me and Steve Morgan were running. Because there was this one street, like, we don't want to see people to see us. Me and Steve Morgan are running, and he trips, and he disappears in the grass because it's so high. And we're laughing, you know, we're all, you know, buzzed up. So me, Sean, Steve, Dustin, and I think one more, maybe Sean Grogan, we, we all get to the house, and we're like, well, apparently we're supposed to climb in through the basement window, and then we walk through the basement and come up the stairs. That's how you get in there. This is well, so stupid. The story is uh, family, guy comes home randomly and just murders the whole family. So there's a nursery upstairs. That's what we're going to see. So we hear all the stories about the house. We get there and we're like, all the basement windows are boarded up. How are we supposed to get in this house? And as we're trying to figure out how to get into the house, a huge curtain is blowing out the window right above our heads wide open so we look up and we're like like dumb shits we're like there's how we get in well we notice this is like july and at night i mean what probably gets down to 65 60 maybe sean odell's talking to us and you can see his breath and all of us stop talking and we're looking. He's like, what, what? And you, it's like, I see dead people breath. He's like, what? You guys are freaking me out. We're like, nothing, nothing. He goes, what, what? Why can I see my breath? And we're like, ah, uh, I don't know. And he, like, he was shitting his pants. Like, we were freaked out. So like dumbasses, we go in the house. After that? Yes, after that, we go in the house. Well, this night we don't find anything. We go upstairs, we check everything out. It's crazy. We see the crib. We see toys. Dustin took one of the toys. What a stupid it's, monkey. But while we're upstairs, the red light's blinking, and it's coming through the boards. Yes. So they, they called that the heartbeat of the house. Oh, my gosh, so the, Tony. The next night, Buddy's parents are out of town. We're telling everybody about this house, how, how crazy it is. So a few more people, like Tony and Kelly, everybody's like, dude, well, we want to see it. We're like, let's go back. So we go back. 
the second night. This house has been there forever. Second night, we jump in the car. We go back. I'm sure there's an explanation for this, but I don't care. We drive by the house. Slowly, the light's off. And we're like, let's go back down to that construction area. We'll come back. When we drove by, it almost looked like there was a candle on the porch. Little flame, little candle. We're like, what the hell is that? And they're like, go to the construction area, turn around, and let's drive back. Because something's there. We flip around, we come back. By the time we get back, the whole porch is engulfed in flames. And we're like, what the hell? And then we flip back around. Now the whole front of the house is on fire. We called 911 anonymously. Shut up. We called 911, and then we parked a couple blocks away, and we, you know, all the fire trucks and stuff started coming. Dude, the house went up in flames that night. What would have happened if we would have just parked and walked up in there? Randomly, one of the guys in the car seen the little candle. I don't know to this day what happened or why that happened. Okay, we either would have ran into somebody that was setting it on fire. Yep. Or we would have got there and died. Or we would have got blamed for arson. Yes. That was the that could have been the craziest night of our lives. But the house burnt down that night. Is that insane? That's dude, I am I'm creeped out really often. That's awesomely. insane. Like I'm more like I'm not like that doesn't scare me. That uh, there's just too many questions there. I'm just like, what the heck happened? Would the locals get pissed off? Oh, they knows? finally wanted to get rid of that house? I mean, the fact that I was in there, though, was nuts. That, that was crazy, dude. You're the last person to be in that house, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. So listen, we did... We, I checked out too when, much shit. When I was in college, dude, I had a friend of mine who believed he was a demon hunter. He had a ninja... He had a samurai sword with a verse inscribed on the stinking blade of the sword. Was he and Constantine? He wanted to go out on Devil's Night, night before Halloween, because everyone says it's, it's a most like spiritual, the most spirit activity that night, that any other night of the year, because Halloween is, is based on a, a, a pagan ritual, pagan mm -hmm. pagan holiday. I'm like, I'm letting you go out alone. I'm gonna go with you. So I go with this guy, and we go to a couple parties, and it's all just fake crap. People just getting high, uh, dressed like things. Nothing. No, it's all done what we find initially. I went because I'm just afraid this kid's gonna get jumped and left in a stink gutter in Chicago. We're in Chicago looking for occult stuff, which is a really bad idea. Because mm -mm. city that big, someone's That's doing a real, something. Real city. Yes. <laughs> That's like. Well, we see he's got one more, th one more thing I'm gonna try. So we go into an alley of, of, of the city. It's an alley. Go to a door, knock. Thing slides open. Ask code. My buddy knows the code. Get let in. Red light hallway. We got to walk down this long hallway. Take a few turns. Finally, there's a big old curtain, thicker, and you push through it and you come out. Dude. This is straight up a movie. Straight up a movie. Mm. There is animal droppings on the ground. You know what's crazy? The house had huge stacks of bat droppings. Guano? What is it called? Guano. <laughs> this had like, 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 oh, like goats and shit? Yes. <laughs> Sacrificial? Yes. No. So I'm walking, I'm looking at the, and it's a red light, and you hear music up ahead. I picture, doom, 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 like techno or something, dude. It wasn't techno. It was like Channing. Oh. So we come out. Tatum? And we come out of the curtain, <laughs> and we didn't see much because we come out, come out of the thing. It's me and him. And there's people, like there's 
women dress very like uh, like like seductively. Mm-hmm. Um, men all in like cloaks. Holy shit! So it could have been like a sex party, but there was also like altars around the room. And there was no animals on any of them. I didn't see any blood or anything, but it was a thing, dude. Oh, my gosh. We walk in, and a guy comes up to us right away. He's like, what are you doing here? My buddy starts saying, it's like, he knows a guy. And the guy looks around. He says, get out of here, and get out of here now. And my friend tries to resist, and the guy says, leave this place now. And I grab him, like, let's go, man. Like, I was scared. I'm like, they're going to kill us in this one. Bro, you guys were locked in there. And so mm. we got out of there, and they let us out. But you slapped dude, the shit out of his dumb ass? Dude, I didn't, we didn't say a word the whole way home. I was like, this guy, uh, I, I, I could have got killed for this idiot. So, and, and, but you're right, we searched, dude, all, as a kid, we always did the sink in, in the dark, the mirror, say the words. All that stuff we did, dude, as kids. Just knocking on those doors, man. Well, when you're a teenager like that in your early 20s, you want an adventure. You see a movie like The Blair Witch, you're like, that's it. That's the adventure I want. Why would you want that? When you you don't habits? want that adventure, no, man. Oh, hell no, dude. I mean, I get excited about haunted houses and horror movies and shit, but dude, I always joke around and say, man, I, I need, I'm going to marry a woman that's crazy enough to go with me to do the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast for a honeymoon. I don't want to go to that shit, <laughs> man. You know what that is? <laughs> yes. You stay in the room, she killed her mom in. Man, I don't, what? Hell nah. I'd be like, <laughs> dude, raise us right, though. Is we fear the woods. Man, I don't fuck with the woods, Blaine. Dude, because I don't belong in the woods. Even this movie. I ain't no settler. Just getting lost in the woods is hard, 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 Bro. scary enough. It's one of my spheres. I would have climbed up the tallest tree I could see, dude. Been looking. Them getting lost. What was the noise every night? That was like just like huge branches breaking. It was just like, it's horrifying. Because it's off in the distance, you don't see anything, but you're hearing it around you, happening all around you. Listen, I'm not afraid of the streets of Flint. I'll drive to the east side right now in the middle of the night. I don't give we, a rip. We walked through. We ran away and walked through the east side as children. Listen, I'm not scared of the east. We're city boys, dude. I'm uh, the woods are to me. There's a danger in there. That's there's a mystery in there that I don't understand, dude. Nope. The woods and the ocean, I don't fuck with. Legit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I kind of like the world tamed by man. I don't want to go in the untamed world because there's stuff. I don't there. even want to go outside American borders, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, there's like laws and shit. Listen, this movie. There, what's in this movie that's incredible is there's little things that a pile of rocks become a, a horrifying thing. Stick figures take on a whole. If you walk on something like that, what did he say? This ain't no hillbillies. They're not this creative. That's and he's right. He's sneaking right. That's not a hillbilly. And they, I mean, those things look like stick people hanging, big ass things. That's some scary shit. That was so scary. And then he was like, "Put the camera." Oh, but I didn't even see this shit. Like it's like, oh my god, dude. That was every time they had to make camp, my stomach dropped, dude. Dude, and then the way the, the, the movie builds tension is unbelievable with the noises. Wake up with the rocks outside the camp. Then you have the children. Dude, that was the scariest part of the whole thing. Dude, I almost at the theater. Here's the thing. They wake up in the middle of the night, and it's so cold. They're freezing cold. You see their breath, and they're being messed with. So not only is it freezing cold, and they're discombobulated because they're just waking up, 
but they have no idea what it is. And it's getting worse every, every night. night. And it, the tension is building, and you are there. I was at home by myself in the dark, bro. Listen, I was waking up at night last night thinking I was in the woods. Thinking I was in, I was there, I'm lost, my car. Like, I. One of my biggest fears is to run out of the gas in the middle of nowhere. Heck yes. I'm be like, man, that's why. I don't got a lot of nice shit, but I got a reliable car. Wait. It's why my, my tank is never less than a quarter gallon. I never, never a quarter tank. I never get uh, under. I, you, I'll usually try not to get under half. I know. I'm with you. And I'm always in the city, dude. Always. Man, I, dude, I, man, I used to go up to Marlette to hang out with you guys. I'm like, what the fuck, man? What the hell? Dude, I went, I went to Danny's wedding, Columbiaville. Man, you ain't going to catch me out in Columbiaville, dude. What? Half them people lived, grew up out there. I'm like, you're, dude. That's crazy, man. Some people have no fear of the woods that grew up there. I'm not that no, guy. The not woods me. For I'm me, scared, so scared. Listen, this movie is very primal. It's it's very primal. It's sounds. Mm-hmm. It's the thing off in the distance moving. That's scary stuff, dude. Dude, listen, when, when those kids are laughing, and I'll, listen, I haven't seen this movie in 20 I saw it one time, I never saw it again. I haven't seen it in 20 years. When those kids are hitting the tent, I was a, a little kid again. I was scared out of my mind. Here's the thing that really got me. Mike, Mikey, the character. She's got the camera, and, she, and it's pointed at him. The light comes on. And his reaction is the same exact reaction I would have in that situation. It's so unbelievable, and you're so scared. All you do is tighten up your fist and close your eyes real tight because you can't believe that's happening. Like, he's so freaked out. He's like, like dude, it's a bunch of little hands on the tent ruffling the tent, laughing, playing. They're getting a rise out of these people. And they're not there. <laughs> That's the scariest part. That's the scariest. Like, they're so freaked out, they just run blindly through the woods. And as they're running through the woods, their only light is from the cameras. Which, it's, it's funny because that's their only light which makes it a first person because they're not doing it because they're trying to film something. They're doing it out of necessity to see. As they're running, you're hearing. The kids are running with them laughing. She starts screaming, what the fuck is that? You don't see anything. But your mind, you're like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life because your mind is making you see something. Dude, people, there are two camps to this movie. Some people love it, some people hate it. Those that hate it, I think, are the guys that aren't creative, don't have an imagination. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the slasher guys. For guys like us, this movie has our number. This movie, this is like um, Chris uh, Weidman? Weidman? What, the guy who beat the shit out of Anderson Silva? Yeah. Twice? Mm-hmm. This is him. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. This movie has our number. Fucking got our asses. Oh, we're, we're Anderson Silva in this dude, movie. Exactly. Yeah, this is the Blair Witch. This is the Chris Weidman project, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Dude, God, this movie I mean, dude, has a number. What, here's what I would say. When do you want me to tell my story about last night? Tell it now. Okay. When does the craziest shit happen? In this movie, it's always 3 a.m. Dude, not only this movie. A lot of movies. Amityville. Yep. 317, 309. It's always the witching, witching hour. hour. So, I watched this shit, and I watched The Hounding of Hill House, and I watched some other shit yesterday. I'm home all day. Didn't have anything to do with the hangover I had. It was just 
I was just home. <laughs> I was home. I didn't want to go nowhere. So I'm watching scary stuff all day in my apartment by myself. I go to sleep relatively early. Got to play drums in church this morning. In the middle of the night, I'm sound asleep. And I just hear smack, like this just loud bang. And there's, it wakes you out of sleep. There's four apartments in my house that I live in on the bottom floor. And there's one next door and there's two upstairs. It's so loud. I know it's in the kitchen. I know it's in my apartment. I hear this just smash. So I get up, press the button, the button on my phone. It's 321. And I just feel something. I just feel uneasy. I'm like, if you know me, I'm a pretty wild guy. I drink, I swear, I'm, I'm, I do stupid things. But I'm, if you do, if you know me, you know I'm a believer. I'm a Christian, okay? I, I'm, I'm not, you know, whatever. But I have faith and I believe. So I knew something wasn't right. I laid in bed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed myself back to sleep because I was so scared. And I woke up this morning and I was, you know, my alarm got me up. I, I knew I was, you know, getting ready to go to church or whatever. I was going to go take a shower. So I walked into the kitchen. The heat register from the, t the, the heat register above the bathroom door came out of the wall in the middle of the night and slammed on the floor. I've been there two years, dude. Why the hell? I'm watching this bullshit all day. I said, you can say whatever you want. Oh, it's, you know, just whatever. Why did the heat register fall out in between three and four in the morning and land on the floor so loud that it woke me up out of a dead sleep and I shit my fucking pants? That, it's like, okay, time to chill out with the shit. After this podcast is done tonight, I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch anything scary for a long time. I just had an overdose on it. It's just, I mean, sometimes you, you mess with things too much and whether it's your mind playing tricks or little things, it's something I don't want to be playing too much with. And I think that that was kind of like a, okay, chill out with it for a little while. <laughs> Cause that, I mean, it kicked my fucking ass. I, I, that kicked my last ass. Last night I wrestled all night to sleep. It was a scary. At least you got a night. wife laying next I'm to your you. ass. All I got my dick in my hand, man. I'm like, <laughs> then I start seeing the shit from that damn show. I said, I'm like, okay, I'm, you better believe the motherfucking bath the uh, kit, the oven lights on tonight, boy. So I get I'm that might be all the lights on tonight, boy. Jeez. Then I will wake up in the dark, like, oh, good, good. <laughs> if you've never seen this movie before, and you like scary movies, give it. There's no, there's no, there's no gore in this film. It's it's as far as I'm concerned, it's a perfect horror movie. It is a great horror film. It'll Most horror aficionados up, love it. Most horror aficionados love it. Unless they're unless they're dude, there's things that I caught that I didn't catch. The oh, first there's thing. a lot of great like stuff. When Josh was out in the woods screaming for help, that is disturbing. Heck, dude, it's he's being tortured. And I mean, I remember, but I don't remember that guy telling the story about how the witch used to make them stand in the corner. That's crazy, dude. First of all, that house was so scary. So scary. Like, nope. I'm not going in the there. The last few minutes of that movie is unbelievable. It is the perfect buildup, and then it's over. And But it, you're satisfied, though. You're like, 
what happened? This is crazy. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> I'm so glad it's I'm over. So, like, like when you okay, the, the ritual before you see the monster, they're lost in the woods and they have to find shelter. So they find this the, a cabin out there that they stay at, and there's equipped with an altar upstairs and the whole nine. The all the people, all the friends, each have nightmares that night, and one of them's gone in the morning, and they're looking for him, and they go upstairs, and he is naked in front of the altar praying to this altar. He has no idea why. And they have to get him back to his senses, get him dressed. They're walking through the woods and it's super quiet and he's and he doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know why it happened. And he starts asking his friends, are any of you, are we going to talk about what the hell just happened? Like, can we talk about this, please? Like, I I have no idea what just happened. It's insane, dude. That That's what I thought when I seen that damn cabin again. I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm off sleeping in the woods. I ain't sleeping in there. That was crazy, dude. That cabin and that is really out there in the woods somewhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> that house. Hell no, nah, man. I ain't that brave, dude. All right. Let's bring this thing home. Are we gonna talk about how it ends? All that? Oh, we pretty much did. I mean, the ending. They find the house. They're looking for Josh, and it's so like it's so. The last, se- the last, the last secret, the last shot of the movie, is so awful. She just comes downstairs. Well. He's running up and down trying to find Josh. But he thinks he, he's like he's downstairs. He's downstairs. He's running. So you get his camera angle. And he leaves her. He's so fast. He leaves her. He runs all the way. She's down a bigger camera too. And she's way upstairs. And she's screaming for him. And you can hear him screaming, like he's down here. He's down here. And he his camera goes all the way into the basement. And he's looking. He start his voice starts breaking too. He's like Josh, Josh, and something gets his ass. And his camera hits the floor. Then it goes upstairs to her, and you hear her screaming for Mike. Screaming! She's horrified. Horrified. And then she gets downstairs, and Mike's standing in the corner facing the wall. And you're like, oh, shit. And she's just screaming, dude. It's it's an incredible movie. Like, the acting is, like, way too good to just be film students. It's, it's crazy. It's so good. And, you know, you can bash this all you want, dude. But if you, if you want to talk some shit, then... I feel bad. Your imagination ain't good enough to enjoy it, dude. Shayee. Because mine just fucked me for tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Now, get out of get out of October. No more horror movies. We're no, gonna, we're gonna go. The, we're gonna go a direction of hope. Next and year, love. We're, next year for October, we're doing our favorite Pixar movies. That's what we're <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> um, listen, coming up, end of the month, Creed two comes out. Oh my god! And in honor of Creed two. We hereby dub November Rocky Movie Month. We're going to do as many as we can in one stinking month. And we all the way to Creed, we're going to try. We're going to do an episode on each. It'll probably be smaller episodes, but we're doing each single Rocky movie. Favorite character, favorite scenes. Talk about the movie. It's going to be dope. It's going to be incredible. So we're watching Rocky 1 this week. Rocky 2, we're going to go after it, dude, because we're watching We're going to do at least one to four before Creed. At least. Because four is sets you up for Creed. Yes. So, mm. we're in, guys. Mm. Is, we're doing this great, all this great content because we love you. Please believe in the show. Hopefully give you a great entertainment as you're driving to and fro in the world. So, Rocky, watch it and get ready for Creed 2 because Drago is back. And Dolph looks badass. He dude. looks like a mean he mother scratcher. Great, dude. Just, dude, looking at Sly and Dolph look at each other is goosebump chilling, bro. Dude. Oh, shit. Fucking scared the <laughs> fucking 
shit out of me, dude. Oh Don't act like that didn't scare your ass. It scared ass. the crap out of me, dude. Holy shit, that was scary, dude. Okay. All right. You listen to our podcast on the iTunes Podcast Store. I'm getting drunk. Or on the Android uh, on Android phones on the Stitcher app, or brand new everybody. <gasps> oh yeah. Listen, if you are on Android, you don't like you don't get the Stitcher app. Listen, Redham Theaters now on Spotify, son. How did that happen? Who I, I got us in line and got us on, dude. Bro, all seventy six episodes are on on Spotify. That's badass. Subscribe to Spotify, and you got Red Rum right there in your Spotify ticket app. Yeah. How awesome is that? So listen to us wherever you want. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Red Rum Tray and on Twitter at Red Rum Tray. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Rum Theater. <laughs>